Welcome back to the Movie Buff Bros Podcast. This is Justin. Um, and I just finished the book of Boba Fett, and I have to talk about it. And you know what? I remembered I have a podcast, and only two or three people listen to me, so I figured I would jump on here and give you guys my thoughts. So the title <laughs> probably tells you how I felt about this series. Um, Boba Fett is dumb. And... I mean that in the nicest way. I think the like creators, the directors, they did some stuff well. And they did some really cool things. But overall, this show had no reason for being. I mean, if you think about where Boba Fett was at the beginning of the show and where he is at the end of the show, it's essentially the same place, right? They manufactured this conflict with the pikes and kind of you know had this one wannabe godfather type you know families of tatooine blah 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 blah. like to me they did some things right but at the end of the day i always have to ask with these disney plus series is like did they deepen my understanding of the character you can make an argument for that um did they make the character or the story of the character better, more interesting? I would say definitely not. And did this expand, grow, build the universe? Or, you know, did it make it smaller? Did it kind of ruin something that I already liked? Um, and, and so those are kind of the three aspects that I, I'm going to focus on. So the first aspect, right? Did this give me more information about the character that I I care about? Yeah. I mean, they brought Boba Fett back. And whether you think that's a good idea or a bad idea for the Star Wars universe, they, they already did it in The Mandalorian. So um, I think they showed us, you know, this the famous scene of him coming out of the Sarlacc pit. And they showed us, you know, him kind of living with the Tuscans. And that stuff was all great. Um I don't know why they chose to frame it the way that they did. Um, I think it would have been much stronger if they just did it chronologically. Like, we know Boba Fett is alive. We know he took over Jabba's throne. We saw all that in The Mandalorian, right? So let's take a look at, like, where he started. Start the series like they did out of the Sarlacc pit. And then take us through the progression of time until he meets the Mandalorian, right? To me, that's a worthwhile story to tell. And the positive thing that I think as you watch the series, you will notice is if you just focused on that time period, right? What was Boba Fett doing when he came out of the Sarlacc pit? How did he get to where he was? And then, you know, we meet up with him and the Mandalorian on the last episode. That period of time, I think, one, you can do almost anything with because it's so unknown and it's brand new territory. We know where he's headed, right? Which we did the whole series anyways, right? There was no real threat of death ever. And it doesn't go past the Mandalorian point. So you're not kind of like limiting the universe based on this show, right? This is just to fill in the gaps 
to when they meet up with the Mandalorian, right? And what we saw at the end of the series for the Mandalorian. And then if it's well-received and people are like, heck yes, we love Boba Fett, then you can do a season two and you could essentially tell the storyline you just told, but to, to jump chronologically back and forth through this back to tank, I just didn't think worked. And it left me kind of wanting more of the, the Tuscan Raider stuff and less of like the walking around town with your helmet off scenes. Um, because if you think about it realistically, the current day storyline is trash. I mean, there's basically nothing that happens in between when he takes the throne, like we saw at Mandalorian season four or no two all the way till the end of the series. Like it feels like it takes place over a very short period of time. And it's like this manufactured Pike syndicate thing that felt a little bit like Dune felt a little bit like Han Solo. Like we've already done this, been there. And so, yeah, I, so anyways, let me focus in here. The first category, did it expand the characters, you know, world? Yes. I felt good about it. I loved the stuff with the Tuscan Raiders. I know it was kind of boring at sometimes and silly at sometimes, which ultimately comes down to the directing, but I thought that it really made the Tuscan Raiders kind of sympathetic and cool and interesting. You got a really good peek into that like culture, which has been touched on a couple times in Star Wars, but never really like expanded upon. And it kind of made Boba Fett a sympathetic character because you're like, yeah, you crawled out of the Sarlacc pit. You nearly died. You finally, you finally found a family and they were ripped from you and you kind of sought revenge, right? Like that is the story I wanted to see from Boba Fett. And, um, you know, they did that okay. So I'm going to give them like a B on that. The next category, like, what does this do for the world of Star Wars and the world of the Mandalorian more specifically? That one is a, a D. Like, because, again, like I said, the backstory is the backstory. That has no real material effect on what's already happened, right? Because Boba Fett already came back. He was already in the Mandalorian. So he's not like a new character that we're discovering. Um, he doesn't really run across many new characters that are of substance. I mean, you could argue the godfather heads of family type people, but by the end of the series, they're all dead. Um, the mayor dead, <laughs> the Pike syndicate wiped out apparently, or at least the, the like, same people who were coming to Tatooine like 10 years apart, um, whatever. And so I think that that part was kind of a wash for me. It like doesn't really matter. It didn't really move anything forward. What I think was the biggest mistake of the series is that it moved the Mandalorian kind of like in with this stuff. And so to me, this was four episodes because the, the whole series was six. So you had four episodes of Boba Fett and two episodes of the Mandalorian season three. And the issue with that is the Boba Fett stuff felt really disjointed and weird. Like if you were to skip 
think about this as you were watching. If you were to skip the two episodes that featured the Mandalorian, right? Where he went to, you know, the he kind of like built his ship, did all that stuff, um, you know, checked in on Cobb Vance. Then the next episode, he went and found Luke and, and Grogu and talked to Ahsoka. Like those two episodes were pretty strong, but had no guys. Listen, zero lines from Boba Fett in two episodes of the Book of Boba Fett show. So if you take those out and just watch the four episodes alone, you would be so confused on what's going on. And you would be like, what a waste of time. Like, even if it's only, you know, four half hour episodes that equal two hours of your time, you would be like, this is a disjointed mess with nothing cool or interesting happening. And then you would get like Mandalorian and Grogu showing up at the end and you'd be a little confused, maybe like where they come from. But at the end of the day, it's like this didn't move the world forward at all. It just kind of created a little bit of chaos. And what I really, really didn't like about it, and I knew this was going to happen because, let's all be real, Grogu is worth millions of dollars to um, Disney. Uh, the merchandising is insane. The Funko Pops and the stickers and the erasers and the backpacks and the t-shirts and on and on and on and on like Grogu is worth millions of dollars way more money than Boba Fett is to Disney so you knew that although at the end of Mandalorian season two he went with Luke eventually he would be coming back to the Mandalorian but now because of the way they structured the show you're going to start Mandalorian season three with Grogu back with Din Djarin. And they're going to have to do a big like, hey, this is what happened in the book of Boba Fett and like blah, 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 blah. And like basically re-air the episode <laughs> so that you kind of have some clue of where he came from. But and again, I don't hate the decision of bringing Grogu back to Mandalore or the Mandalorian. And like, I think that's a really cool part of the show and I don't want that to to leave but the fact that they did it over Boba Fett series like if you were like if you were like oh I've heard this Boba Fett series is kind of trash I'm not gonna check it out and you just were like I'm diehard Mandalorian and I'm gonna watch season three as, as soon as it comes out you'd be so confused and you would miss a huge part of that show um some people online, and I've I kind of have been seeing this, is like, why would you give Grogu to Luke for like a week and then bring him back? Like, what's the point in that? What's the like Mandalorian season two ended with like a heartbreaking separation of two, you know, friends, supporters, foundling, whatever you want to say. It's like Din loved Grogu. And he protected him for a long period of time and had this mission of seeking out Jedi so that he could be with his own kind and train and grow and like be safe. Like Din lives a very dangerous life. He's not very safe. He's a bounty hunter. He's like 
constantly in the line of fire and in trouble, and that's his job. But to put a baby in that situation is dangerous. So he spends essentially two seasons of television getting him to Luke Skywalker. And you have this awesome payoff at the end um, of Mandalorian season two. When you start Mandalorian season three, all of that shit is erased. Why? Like the, the, the lack of patience, the lack of storytelling awareness to do that in a series that's like crazy outside. Let me give you an example. This is why I'm like so, so frustrated with the show. That's like if you did Avengers Endgame and Tony, I'm not, I'm not joking. This is my analogy. Tony does the snap, right? And he dies in Spider-Man or in WandaVision. Like, <laughs> like he's like somehow survives the snap in that movie, but then just dies off screen on a totally tangential show. You would come back to the next Marvel movie being so confused on what happened. You know, or if if Thanos just got killed on WandaVision versus in the Avengers, you would be like, what? It, it, it's bad storytelling. And I have to lay that on the feet of Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau. Like, you have to look at your series and say what do we want this to be? Where do we want to start? Where do we want to finish? And how does this push the world forward? Essentially, what they did is they kneecapped Mandalorian season three, which I still think will be great. But now you're going to have to build back all of the goodwill, all of the like energy, and you're going to have to basically retell the story of how Grogu's back with Mandalorian, why he's flying this like Naboo sh ship, you know, whatever. You're going to have to like spend the first episode rehashing all the shit that we already saw. And it's not going to be as good because you don't have as much time to do it. So that was very frustrating. And ultimately, I think it hurt the Star Wars universe to do that because it kind of cheapens the great stuff that's come before it. And I think, you know, if you're being critical, you could easily easily add two episodes to the show and stretch out the storyline that they told and have it be better so like the fact that they took up two out of six episodes for a mandalorian storyline where boba fett literally had zero lines and zero impact on the plot like you can get away with that for one episode if it's like exploring a side character that's been kind of integrated and we want to dive into their story, like, um, uh, you know, uh, someone else, sit, uh, whatever the assassin's name is, Shinnick fan or whatever, like tell her story, tell Cad Bane's story, tell us like something that makes us care about the conflict that's currently going on in the show. This was a complete sideline, a complete departure. And it doesn't just hurt Boba Fett, it hurts Mandalorian. So you're you're getting a twofer on shit. So, oh my gosh. The last bucket is really just like, you know, are you kind of expanding? Are you telling people, are you giving people interesting things to like think and talk about? And was your 
was your show constructed intelligently? And I think for this, they get a D. Like, Boba Fett was a really cool character in one Star Wars movie. Guys, you heard me. He was only cool in Empire Strikes Back. And he had very little lines. He was just a menacing bounty hunter. We didn't know much about him. And that was the cool part. It's like he just looks awesome. And he clearly got the jump on Han Solo, who's like one of the main characters of the freaking movie. So like he must be good if Han Solo's scared of him. Jabba the Hutt uses him. Darth Vader uses him. Like, this guy must be a badass. Awesome. That was Empire. Then you get to Return of the Jedi. He goes out like a complete punk. I mean, this guy's supposed to be the most vicious, like, top-rated bounty hunter in any planet, any galaxy. Like, he is the guy. You need something tough done, you go to Boba Fett. And he gets it done for you. And he gets knocked backwards off the ship by a blind Han Solo. Goes out kind of like a punk. Okay. Then you bring him back. He escapes the Sarlacc pit. Fine. Disney will not kill any of their IP. So when Iron Man comes back and Captain America comes back and all this shit, you guys... Listen to this podcast again, because Disney refuses to kill anything that can make them money. So you now have Boba Fett. He's back. But the reputation he has is this badass, this great fighter, this person who's like ready to go. And again, like he's supposed to be one of the most deadly, vicious, like, action-packed like guy in the whole galaxy and we saw that in mandalorian like he freaking is like manhandling people in the mandalorian even without his armor like he's taking people out in this show he is a punk he loses almost every fight he needs like a five to one advantage to do anything in the show He's getting punked left and right by like <clears throat> the warlords are are like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do this, Boba Fett. No worries. And then they come back and betray him. OK, they're not scared of him. They don't they don't respect him. They're not whatever. Um, Boba Fett does this. You know, he's uh, uh, taking over the city. The The huts come in and the huts completely punk him. They send an assassin after him. <clears throat> The only way he survived that was because he has plot armor, first of all. And second of all, because his like gang of Vespa idiots, which I'm not even going to get into in this review, um, save him somehow from the Wookiee, which also then gets plot armor and never dies, no matter how dire a situation they're in. And like... It just doesn't make sense. And then, so he's getting punked every left and right. He gets beat up by Tuscan Raiders. He gets beat up by the, you know, um, Chrysanthemum. He gets beat up by these people. He gets the jump, like 
these the mayor gets the jump on him the these warlords get the jump on him the pikes get the jump on him like he never has a situation where he is like fully in control like killer boba fett and what i hate is that it feels like they gave all the cool stuff to all the supporting characters in the show like if there was a cool moment where it's like, oh, someone got out of a situation you thought they were dead, it was Black Chrysanthemum, who's the Wookiee. Or, oh my God, there's this awesome showdown in the middle of the street between Cad Bane, who's like, oh my God, it's so cool to have him in the show, and a character in Boba Fett. Who do you think it was? Cobb Vance from Vance Refrigeration and other Marvel shows, you know? It's like, okay, why are we doing this? Why is Cobb Vance like the guy that gets to fight Cad Bane? Uh, okay. You know, like they don't give Boba anything cool to do. And he's supposed to be the guy. Like compared to the Mandalorian, Boba Fett should be better. Like you should, you should be able to see both of those guys fight and be like, holy shit, Boba Fett is like, the mandal like he's the guy everyone's scared of him he's the guy he's the mandalorian that's why that helmet is so feared across the galaxy is because boba fett wears that and Django fett wore it before him the rest of the mandalorians have been like extinct and in hiding for years boba fett is the reason that the mandalorians are like feared but they don't do any of that i mean the mandalorian is 20 times the like uh fighter and and he does that over and over again but yeah and the strategy and i mean the, i don't even really want to talk about the last episode because it was just like ridiculous stacked on ridiculous like um i i do have to give credit because i was watching the john campia show and he brought up or rob brought up um <laughs> they're doing the big fight and the droids come right okay this is Again, super dumb. Why do these like spice runners, drug runners have big like turret droids? But fine. Then um, you see Django Fett. I, I'll be back. I, I got to go grab something. Okay. And I knew this was coming because they set it up and he comes back riding a Rancor. Okay. <clears throat> that scene... That situation felt like Dave Filoni and John Favreau, as much as I love them and I appreciate what they've been doing for Clone Wars, which is an amazing animated show, about 75% of it. Rebels, which I heard is very good. I haven't seen myself. And obviously Mandalorian, which I think is probably the best Star Wars since the original trilogy. They just are playing with toys like Boba Fett. Why are you riding on a Rancor and who gives a shit about that? And why, why is that cool? It's dumb. The Rancor is like a beast that kills people in, in gladiator pits. And if you brought that into a city, it wouldn't just kill the people, the bad people that you were going after. It would kill everyone. And you see that at the end of the episode, it just starts going on a rampage and it's breaking windows and <clears throat> breaking bridges and climbing buildings and all that shit. They have to like 
rattle it back or like wrangle it back. Um, if Baby Yoda wasn't there, if Grogu wasn't there, it would have just fucking destroyed the whole city that they just protected. So that's dumb. Why don't you go and get Slave One, your effing ship, and start mowing these people down? Like, if you want to come with firepower, why not come with your literal tank of a ship that has, like, charges and firepower and blasters and all this stuff? It's like, you come with uh, a rancor who can't do anything and is actually a liability in most cases. Like I said, guys, overall... I think they did some things that were cool, right? Cad Bane was cool. Mandalorian and and Boba Fett teaming up was pretty cool. Having two Mandalorians fly with jetpacks, you know, and attacking the same enemy was cool. But they kind of ruined any kind of cool factor of Boba Fett. He's, in my mind, really lame now a horrible leader, a horrible fighter and not someone that I even really care if he's on screen anymore, even though I know he'll be in the the next season of Mandalorian. And, you know, the stuff that they did with the Tusken Raiders was cool and coming out of the Sarlacc pit was fine. And, you know, the, the stuff that led in the past, I think was worth telling all the stuff going into the future was like boring. And and that's the worst insult of all is like, it's not worth your time. It's not worth investing. Here's what I would say. If you like the Mandalorian season, or let's look at episode four and episode five, I believe, which are the two episodes that are literally a hundred percent about the Mandalorian. Watch those. If you want to see what happened in Boba Fett, you can catch all, literally, all of the information in the last episode. They'll spell it out for you like you're freaking two years old. Here's what's happening. Here are all the players. I would watch episode four, five, if you really want to, six, and move on with your life, right? Start start Mandalorian season six and do your thing or season three and do your thing. So overall the book of Boba Fett is stupid and I wish it didn't exist, but we'll have to see where they develop and grow from here. I still have faith that Dave Filoni and John Favreau and to be honest, Bryce Dallas Howard who directed an amazing episode of, of this series um that was the first one that was really focused on the mandalorian those corral of creators are awesome and they can do star wars correctly but they need to really focus now on what story they're trying to tell and if they make a decision they need to stick with it they killed Cad Bane. He needs to stay dead. They shipped off Grogu with Luke. 
you can't pull them back right away. You have to give it time to breathe. You have to give the people a chance to like, man, I really wish Grogu was back. Or like give the character a reason to go get him other than the fact that he like misses his buddy, right? So I'm optimistic still because Mandalorian, like I said, season one and two, I think is the best Star Wars we've had since the original series. Um, and, and you can make an argument for the Clone Wars too. Some of those episodes, some of those story arcs are, are pretty well done. But I don't know, guys. I, I am worried about Boba Fett being involved because either the creators don't know how to write for him or he's just not an interesting enough character to base a show or an episode or a second of screen time around. So those were my thoughts though. A 20 minute, 25 minute rambling of, um, you know, someone who, who probably cares too much about this to, to really matter. But um, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to see where you're at. So let me know, um, put it down in the Instagram, let, you know, interact with me on Twitter, but, um, overall here's wishing that, that Mandalorian season three comes quickly and is on the same level of storytelling as the first two. Um, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you later.